Welcome okay. to the PG pod. <sighs> Fuck me every time. <laughs> brr, brr, brr. Welcome ma, back ma, ma. to the not so PG podcast with Emily and Schmegan. Okay, we're back. And Schmegan and Schmegan. And Schmegan and Schmegan. And we're back. And my mic is falling out a little bit. That's and we're back. And you guys probably were wondering. What the hell? There? What the hell? What the heck? You guys just be skipping episodes <laughs> like left and right. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's a technical difficulty of some sort. Or, no, that's usually the reason. This last episode, the jokes were a little bit rogue. And I've, I'm, I want you guys to get our rogue jokes, but I also want to ease us into that. You know, I want to adjust <laughs> yeah. into those moments, and they were a little yeah. bit rogue. So Yeah. They, I, don't, I don't think they were too bad, mm-hmm. but, you know, some people... Some people will clip them. I thought they were fucking funny. I was laughing the yeah. whole way through. But we're not labeled as comedians yet. Yeah. Until we do a live show, then oh. we can get real rogue. Yeah. Then I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. All my unleashed deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> <laughs> All my unleashed anger. But I think that we're going to do better today. Last week, too, I was really off it because I had just started fixing my sleeping schedule. So I was like miserable, just got my period, wanting to die. And I feel great now. Yeah. Feel and I feel bucks. like her vibe kind of killed my vibe a little tiny bit. Yeah. It's okay, though. Because usually, yeah, it was not that good. So honestly whatever it's cool like i'm kind of glad that it got deleted but i did say a pretty funny joke that maybe i'll maybe i'll just make a patreon just <laughs> just for that one clip and then you just do like you a guys can pay ten dollars to go see it you just say that you say that yeah you say the joke real monotone and then you do but hope that they laugh you should do that on tiktok i think that would be funny i don't think maybe we shouldn't even talk about it now because people dude i try to make so i cut my hair the other day all our all our youtube videos oh the fuck all our youtube viewers can tell me that i look sexy and beautiful but um i tried to record my thanks i tried to record (laughs) myself like give myself the haircut so that i could like clip it and make a tiktok and and like five minutes in i'm like this is the worst fucking thing (laughs) like i literally am just sitting there like I can I physically cannot be myself right now <laughs> like I just couldn't I'm like I literally was like hey guys welcome back to my channel like today I'm gonna be doing my hair and then I was like that is literally not me at all sometimes it's hard but, like for me I too. couldn't it's hard like it's my job and I feel that I'm pretty the same on camera in person mm-hmm. but there are you times are, I where I'll like watch back a video and I'll be like Ugh. I'll have who to like look away a little bitch? bit like who are you yeah it's me when I'm in a good mood but sometimes I'm not in a good mood when I'm going into filming and so I have to work myself into that and it's like a little inauthentic because it's like I wasn't in a good mood 10 minutes before I filmed this yeah but it's good that you can get into a good mood by filming yeah I just literally was like I don't even know what to say and especially because like I was literally just chopping hair so I like didn't have any like tutorial like adv- I just was like dude I don't know how people do this all the I time I did a video similar to that a couple of months ago I was just giving myself a trim and I, I just kept saying how I was gonna fuck it up I just was like, I'm going to fuck this up. I know. And like, I think but, editing will make it funny. But the thing is, too, is I went into it knowing I wasn't going to fuck it up. So like, I could. <laughs> like, I'm going to say this. I couldn't even be funny and be like, oh, my God, I don't even know what I'm doing. Because like, I like 100 percent right. was like, I'm going to fucking kill this. <laughs> so fucking slay this bitch. So I'm really not even worried about it. I think that was part of it, too. Like the one um, TikTok I made where like the train was stuck in my hair. Yes. Like that was actually like fucked up and like happened like <laughs> on the spot. I feel like that's the pro- like I. I wish almost more sh- fucked up shit happened to me. I've been, <laughs> so I've been struggling be like, with TikTok because like I think there's two categories that I fall in. I think comedy and makeup. 
And mm-hmm. I think I started my platform with only makeup and a little bit of comedy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to show that I could be multifaceted and funny and do makeup, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've leaned girls really who hard. Do into makeup can actually be. Isn't funny. that crazy? Pretty girls can be funny and yeah. also smart. I actually people didn't really know that don't give. Recently. Yeah, women. Yeah, your tits are huge, but you're actually really smart. Your tits are huge. Crazy that you might have brains. Hmm. Yeah, I do. Got two extra brains. But and it's funny because I've never met a dumb pretty girl. <laughs> like I've met like mm, yeah. I'm but like, I've only I've never even met like a dumb girl. I think even when they're like a little bit, even when girls are dumb, a lot of the time they're like just pretending to be dumb, which they're smarter than you because they're manipulating. you. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so it's like, so it's like, are girls really dumb? No. Oh, I also <laughs> want I wanted to say too. Do you ever like have a girl right that you don't really <laughs> like that much, or like even a celebrity, whatever the case may be, that you don't really like that much, and you would like with me and you, we'd probably talk shit about. The girl or whoever, whatever. Whoa, Sorry, we, we talk shit sometimes. Oh, my God. I'm a little bit mean sometimes. But, like, somebody, I would, like, send to you and be like, oh, my God, this girl's so fucking whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but, like, if your boyfriend or a man, like, brings her up and says something oh, bad about her. Oh, she's beautiful and perfect. And you're like, actually, I think that she's really fucking nice. Yes. And I think that she dresses really well. I think she's gorgeous. Yep. I think she's the smartest person I've ever met. <laughs> so, maybe you just shouldn't Every talk time. about her. And it doesn't Every matter. Time. I could literally hate her. But if a man talks shit about her, I have to be on her side as a woman. The craziest thing actually is like, so you know I've been cheated on before. And haven't we fucking all? And so like obviously I hate the broad. I mean, like I hate when people are like, don't hate the broad. I hate the broad and I hate the man. I hate them well, both. It's Well, Because to a lot of times they'd be like, Oh, the girl didn't know. I would say like at least seventy five percent of the time they know. They know. And it's at, like, it's like at rude. least seventy five percent. It's of just the time. rude. You could at least told me like you were messing with him, blah blah blah. Whatever. Anyways, right. obviously I hate the broad. Mm-hmm. But then the guy that cheated on me, I like was trying to like kinda like talk negatively about her. And literally, like you can't hate someone more than you hate someone when like they're responsible for this cheating situation. Oh yeah, yeah. you <laughs> said something negative about her. I'm like Actually, she's pretty, so I literally don't know why you're saying that. Because <laughs> like, I actually can see why he fucked her. I so can flirt, I, maybe leave I, her alone. I might want to do it too. Actually, leave her alone. Actually, yeah, leave her alone. Get off her ass. Thanks. No, but he literally like said something about her appearance, she, and I was like, she's actually a, actually attractive. she's gorgeous. She's sexually liberated. She's a strong <laughs> woman. <laughs> she's gorgeous and sexually liberated <laughs> and uh, pro pro woman, except not definitely, except not. for not at all. Actually. I want to talk about that for a second. <laughs> now that we're talking about cheating and being pro-women, I was thinking about this story the other day. I want to tell it really quick. So there was this girl, right? She actually... Well, <laughs> hold on. Now nah, I'm going to say it. She went to our school. Okay. So we... I didn't really know... I literally never even fucking knew who she was. Apparently, she was kind of popular. Didn't know. Um. So anyway, this <laughs> I had to give Emily the little tea real quick. But um, yeah, so she was kind of like popular or whatever. Whatever. This is years later. I'm dating this man, uh, boy, man, <laughs> whatever. This man child. This fucking big ass man baby. <laughs> and um, so her, like, if you go look at her Instagram, right, right fucking now, bitch. <laughs> I can tell you that there's probably, I haven't looked in years, but there's probably like, oh, girls supporting girls. Like, I love women. Like, just like, I can't believe women are so divine. Our energy. Like, I would just, I stand with women. Fucking my boyfriend for like mad long. Knew it was my boyfriend. Knew it was my boyfriend. She's trying to convince herself that she loves And women. then I even messaged her because 
I came to realize that I didn't really like this guy that much. Like, I didn't I didn't love him. You know what I mean? So when I've he would there. cheat on me, it, like, really didn't hurt my feelings. Like, it would it would annoy me. I wasn't, like, oh, brokenhearted. I'd be like, really, bro? That's how you know you don't love someone. Yeah, I, like, wouldn't even be brokenhearted. I would just be like, oh, so fucking annoying. Like, Stupid. Because people think, because I would be more mad that people thought I was in love and dumb. Yeah. It's like, I don't even <laughs> love this fucking guy, dude. Like, oh, my God. Like, and everybody thinks they got something on me. Anyway. So I remember one time I messaged her, and I said, listen, I... Like, like if you want him so so bad, please take him from me. But please take him from me. I said, please take him from me. Please take him from me. (laughs) And then I was like, and if you can't do that, please just stop talking to him. Like I messaged her, and this is like a low point in my life for me to message a bitch like, please stop talking to my boyfriend. And she was never badder than me, never cuter than me. They're not. They're not. They're typically not. Everyone is. Like, not that that really matters in the grand scheme of things, but for bitch, for you to be thinking that you're taking my man, like you're not, like you're just being getting fucked, like ew, bye, like what the hell? <laughs> and he's yucky. And so he's and he's mad, yucky, and his dick small, like <laughs> what? So anyway, yeah, I had I had messaged her and asked her, and then like not two weeks later, I'm going through his phone, and there she is again, and I'm like, how can you be so girl supporting girls, women supporting women, and you're a vile bitch, like you're straight up vile and for that. Just- That's so foul, bro. As if somebody's girlfriend messaged me and said, please, and said, please stop talking to my boyfriend. He's blocked. Like he's Instantly. blocked. And like, I don't even care like what he might have been saying about me. Like, oh, she's crazy. She's this. She's that. She does this. She does that. I don't give a fuck. Just out of support for the girl. So then, wait, I want to tell the end of the story, too, because I got a little bit of revenge. Just a, just a tad. Just, a, just a, a taste of revenge. A little, you know what I mean? Been here. So I was doing lashes for a while. <laughs> I was doing lashes for a while and the girl messaged me and wanted me to do her lashes. Now, she acted like I did the worst thing I could have possibly did, which I didn't because the worst <laughs> thing I possibly could have did, bitch, I could have glued, glued your eyes shut. I could have shut. I could have literally stabbed you with my fucking medical <laughs> tweezers in the eyes. Like if I was really that crazy, like she gave me, I was in her house because I was, a, I was a traveling, bitch, I could have stole from you with your eyes taped shut. Like I could have done so much shit. Glued her eyes shut, stole everything I in I could have done left. so much shit. All I did was charge her like 30 or 40 extra bucks. Oh, that's not that's that crazy. That's her travel fee, babe. That's not that crazy. Right. So then I made a post about it on my Finsta and I said that I had charged her for emotional damage because bitch, fuck you. Right. <laughs> Somebody sent it to her and she sent me this big long text. This is so unprofessional. Like, I can't believe you do this. Like, I was just trying to be nice. And I literally texted her back. Nice. I literally texted her back and I was like, you shouldn't have fucked my boyfriend <laughs> if you didn't want to lose 40 bucks. And that's not even $40, bitch. $40 doesn't even pay me back for that's all the time fee. I had to worry about you running around, bitch. For all the money I had to spend on him that he probably right. spent on you. Right. So, well, no, I don't think he ever spent money on another bitch. He literally used to use bitches like flashlights. I think. <laughs> so have you ever got fucked by like my ex-boyfriend? You never, ever, ever had anything up on me. Trust. Well, I've had scenarios. <laughs> I feel like it's so many bitches he fucked in the city. I know one of them is watching this. <laughs> I know for yes. a fact. We have a quite a we have quite a few listeners, and I and I know a lot of them are from our hometown. Yeah, and I know a lot of them hate us. Yeah, and, and I I don't give up. I like it. I like it. My thing is like I'm a loner anyway, so I don't really care. I had this boyfriend that had this ex girlfriend, which. Christ if you know who I if you know me in real life you know exactly what I'm talking about which is a little bit terrible and sucks but it's it is what it is the thing about her that was really hard was when I first started dating my boyfriend mind you this is six and a half years ago we 
here's okay, so I know you lose them how you get them. But I was 14 when I met this guy and I was like obsessed with him, in love with him. Mm-hmm. He was obsessed in love and with I me. And I remember her being obsessed with him. It was hard. It was like I was She's so Tony, desperately like, in love with him. I used to be like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember telling like, all my friends like, he's the one. This is the one. Fast forward. I clearly yeah, might have literally, been. <laughs> literally. Yeah. She used to be like, he's literally my forever. And I used yeah. to be like, okay. Whoa. Not saying I was like, Kate. And I'm sure at the time I was like, yes, bitch. <laughs> I guess. You were like, yep, twin flames. No, but he had this ex-girlfriend. love burning for each other. Basically, she was a sociopath. Like, I, and I'm not even just saying that, like, <laughs> in also- a mean way. <laughs> but she, like, literally left her underwear. <laughs> um, so I've actually never talked about this story before. I'm going to talk about it briefly because it's not my story to tell. Most of it's, most of it's not. Some of it is. Some of it affected me greatly. Um, but it is a story between this person and his Two ex-girlfriend. Cross Two cross lovers. He was, they were each other's first love, right? Like puppy love. Like, um, I've never felt this way about anybody I've never before. felt this way. We can trauma dump on each other. And uh-huh. it's the first time I get to trauma dump on uh-huh. the opposite gender. And it's like exciting. I had that with my ex-boyfriend as well. And that's why I will always care about him. Um, yeah. Tara. But- I'm going to name her Tara. Okay. So I almost said her actual name, like thinking of something else. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we're going to call her. That would steer him off the fucking clear, though. It would. But Tara was this like popular girl in middle school. Pretty long hair. Always know how to dress. Popular pretty. I always thought she was gorgeous. And when they started dating, I remember thinking I, I actually never was with felt Kaylee that way. But I was with Kaylee the first time that I ever saw the, their pictures because they always did like the Instagram pictures or whatever. Oh my god. I used to kind of live for those like relationships though in middle school. Me that, too. Like the couples who would take pictures all the time You'd be like, they were, they've been together for like eight months. That is like so long. <laughs> and that is long for middle school. For middle school, yeah. So and they used to really like middle school relationships like people really used to be like locked um, But I think so Tara was like younger than him um, really sick girl like not even mentally but like physically very sick mm-hmm. and so she fell in love very fast and like was very obviously into him because he's older she's and like, it's I cool. have childhood illness I'm gonna die soon yeah she's like yeah. fuck your fucking tuberculosis because I don't actually give a fuck what was that vine <laughs> I do think that like no matter what I think if you find the wrong person you can emotionally abuse each other I think even the best person can fall into that mm-hmm. so I they were really bad to each other they were terrible I met him a year into the relationship and the first thing he was telling me about was like just how miserable he was. I remember being mm-hmm. like, no one is holding a gun to your head telling you to stay with this person. Right. Like, no one is. Like, it, you are contributing to this toxic <laughs> dynamic. I remember being kind of like, I feel for her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, they break up. He finally hears my advice and is like, you're right. I, like, need to cut this off. This is so toxic. Mm-hmm. So many people had told him, like, it's just not right. And we were just friends at this point. But I knew mm-hmm. I liked him. And then, when he did break up with her... She was like tough to deal with because she was like leaving notes on his car, like showing up to his house and she'd be like, anyone but Emily, please, like anyone but Emily. He's like, what are you talking? We weren't even dating at that point. We were just best friends, like literally Mm -hmm. just hanging out every day and we liked each other, but we knew it was just like not the right time. We both Mm -hmm. needed to heal. I was still talking to my ex too, but I'm just like, literally she would drop notes at his house. He would come home for five minutes on break. She would be waiting to drop the note off, leave before he could see her dropping the note. And then he'd come outside, literally walk in, walk out, note on the car. 
and it would be That's like so scary anyone but emily i can't believe you'd leave me and go right to emily like it was just like as if i knew her or something i never knew her i just always thought she was like this pretty random girl and so she's just acting like we know each other personally mm-hmm. like she hates me and i'm like what so then she's like posting about how he downgraded and all this and then in in the midst of all of it girls supporting girls Go fuck yourself. No, literally, those bitches are insane. I have nothing to do with the fact that you two hated each other and fucking treated each other like shit. Yeah. I am just someone he doesn't hate and doesn't treat like shit. And God bless it. I hope you find someone like that too, bitch. Right. But then she literally, like, I was sleeping over his house one night because we were starting to actually start today. It was probably four or five months after she left the note. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm coming over there. I don't even care if Emily's there. I was still at the age where I was whooping ass. Like, yeah. I, I will probably whoop your ass if you show up here in the middle of the night. Yeah. Whatever. So we decided, like, if she does come here and ring the doorbell, you should go up in my pants and, like, be like, who is it? So she decides she's going to come, but she sees my car. So instead, she just leaves a box of her underwear. Anyways, okay. my main point to that is, like, girls that post the girl supporting girls thing like i just i always feel like it has I see to be through it followed a little bit. up with actions baby and like, you can only support girls that you find attractive or yeah like you have to literally support all women that means women trans women like all, all women black women ugly women fat women skinny women all, all women i don't care i, I it's just always this women whose like, boyfriends you want to fuck just don't just yeah and if you really thing. support girls just don't. If your man Find moves somebody on, who doesn't have a girlfriend. If your ex moves on, don't make her feel like a piece of garbage just because she's the next one. If you really truly feel like it won't work, keep that to yourself because maybe it won't, and, and then she'll learn that for herself. Right. And I feel like also another thing is, I feel like I don't want to be a hypocrite, so I want to do say one thing <laughs> because me and my boyfriend now did get together because we were both cheating on our you know significant others but they were all both really like emotionally well (laughs) my my in my situation he was emotionally physically abusive cheated on me all the time his issue was with her is she was really fucking mean which usually i don't believe a man when he says that his ex is crazy or she's whatever this that and the third because usually it's like what did you do to make her like that imagine being mean to jazz because he's very gentle i can't but then once I like started kind of like dating him for real and she was like pissed about it. I saw like the side of her that like he usually gets. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I saved you, bitch. <laughs> I fucking saved you. <laughs> so, um, but I think we're only human. Some things are going to be messy. Some yeah. I was going to say, like, I don't want to be like a full hypocrite, but at the same time, I'm not like seeking out to fuck people's boyfriends. Like, no. especially if I'm seeing that he's like posting her so much and like all this shit. Like, what is wrong with you? And I wouldn't like. The, this is the one thing that bothers me is like, oh, my oh. biggest discrepancy is with when like women that are like supporting women are like, they'll post that and then they'll be like, but I saw her man like blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like it's like you can have a messy meet of someone, but like mm-hmm. don't think like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, you are you know that you're the reason he's cheating on someone, right? Continuously, mm-hmm. continuously, and then you're like. She must just not have good coochie, ba 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 ba, and then you'll post like girls supporting girls. It's like no, uh, uh-uh. no, no. And you know what else this goes right hand in hand with? Nice guys. Well, yes, nice guys. But I was gonna say toxic spirituality. Oh yeah, and like toxic positivity. I know that sounds like such a buzzword thing to say. Toxic, no, it's cultish. Toxic positivity. But it's so real. I have. I actually have a. Story I clocked toxic positivity in 2017 when everyone was on that like. 
think positive thoughts train. Like, and I was like, I can't always be positive. Always be positive. How do you and cope if you can't? This literally manifested in. Um, so my boyfriend's best friend died in 2021. And um, he uh, he died in a really tragic way. Um, rest in peace, play. Much love. Um, but anyway, I had told my best friend at the time what happened. And we hadn't seen each other for a couple months. And literally my boyfriend's best friend just died. So I texted her and I was like, listen, like, I love you. You're my best friend. Like, I told her what happened. And I was like, and I feel like me and you need to spend more time together because, like, it's really showing me, like, your best friend could literally just die. Any moment. You know what I mean? So I wanted to be around her. Doesn't this fucking dumb ass bitch literally (laughs) text me and go, well, maybe he can find a bright side and maybe he can learn to think positively about the situation. And I literally, like, bro, how does somebody getting shot, like, how could you ever turn somebody sh- being shot and killed into a positive situation? Into a situation? positive thing. No, that's... And I literally, like, I literally texted her back, and I was like, that is batshit crazy what you just said to me. No, what I actually... What are you talking about? I have a big she, problem with that type of stuff. Like, I've I've felt very negatively about that whole, that whole discourse of, like, there's a positive side to everything, because it, it really fucks with people when there's not. Like, yeah. what do you do when there's not a positive side to something, when you cannot feel positive about something? Mm-hmm. There's no or silver your life. lining. There's no salvation to your suffering. <laughs> and like, that's like just that is like the, sometimes like you really have that, to wait and right, there's and not like, going to be a positive side. Yeah. There's just like not. in that specific situation. All all she could have said was, I am so sorry. Tell him I am so sorry. Something like, yes, simple. we need to get back together soon. That's it. Not tell him to think positive. Think positive about what? It, it, like, what are you I talking hate that. about? I and then I'm thinking recently. to myself, damn, bitch, if I die, would you be, oh, we all have to think positive? No. Tegan would have wanted me to be a spiritual fucking Nazi. Tegan would have wanted me to be a spiritual gangster. <laughs> oh, I said that last episode and got deleted. I went to Trader Joe's and I saw this lady with a spiritual gangster shirt and I thought it was fucking the so thing stupid. The that's, that's bothering me about the whole spirituality thing is that there is this level of like superiority they feel they have to someone that's they get, religious. Like, delusional. It's like, delusional. There's a very thin line between being spiritual and being delusional. It's not even, I think sometimes or is it a blurred line it's a blurred line it's kind of a blurred line less it's like at what point do you go from spiritual nazi to fucking psych center need the psych yeah like when they're like yeah y'all just jealous because i opened my third eye and now i can quantum (laughs) jump what do you mean (laughs) quantum jump you mean dream skipped realities like yeah i literally just have you ever wait have you ever seen those people who like a reality jump or whatever the case may be it's basically like a mix between like lucid dreaming and like i don't even know like it's basically lucid dreaming but you basically <laughs> so stupid <laughs> you basically will write a whole script of like exactly what you want to happen in your dream and people will like reality jump in like their sleep and they really think that they go like a really popular one is Hogwarts. Like a uh, lot of because I don't even believe bitches that pretend like that. Like, like I, stop playing pretend with me because I know you didn't go up to Hogwarts in your dream. Bitch. Yeah, but they'll like have like full like fan fiction with Draco Malfoy. They'll be like they'll literally make TikToks and be like, I just reality jumped to Hogwarts and me and Draco had such a romantic evening. Like I wonder how script- the actor for that makes it. I wonder how that makes him. <laughs> and then, but then they'll literally be like, my script worked out perfectly, and it's like. 
okay, if anything, you're training your body to have a dream, but you're not, it's like, you're not jumping into a different universe. You're, you're not like jumping into the Hogwarts universe. I could universe. still draw a dick on your forehead. Last night, I literally had a dream there was a bear in my house. Was there a bear in my house? There was no bear in my house. If I can still draw a dick on your forehead in real life, you're right. not in no, a different dead ass. Dead ass. If I can stick your hand in warm water and you piss yourself, <laughs> you're still here, babes. You're still here. No, spiritual people are like. I just like, and I'm not even saying that you can't. Like, some people do, like, astral project and stuff like that. But, like, at the same time, like, is that not psychosis? It is. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I can say from firsthand account, firsthand account, mother has psychosis, gets has psychosis episodes. It is psychosis. My mom had these thoughts, too. I am in a different reality. I am um, Hitler's granddaughter. I, I was trained to not think this way. Like, crazy things that she thought. And these people think the same thing. They have the same paranoia. They have the right. same thoughts of grandiose. It's like, it's like, if you tell this to TikTok, okay, you're quantum jumping or whatever the fuck. If you, fuck tell, it, this, you're quantum jumping. If you tell this to a therapist, you're going to a psych <laughs> Like, it's, it's like... Like, if something can just be decided by where you share the information, like, that's not how shit works, bro. Like, when I see videos like that, I'm like, it's a good thing you hate comments. Like, they do exist. Because there's sometimes where I'm like, hey, comments need to not exist. Sometimes I think they should exist. Like, I like when some they eat it up when they say another hard watch. Because yeah. I'm like, that indeed was a hard watch. When they're like, I just skipped realities. And like, if someone told me they went to Hogwarts in their dream and they wrote a script to be able to do it. And they're like, Dead ass. I would be like, you are lying. But it's also like the people. You're lying. Okay, let me preface this by saying I do think dissociative identity do- disorder does exist. I do think so. But as well. the people who like clearly pretend to have it. Like, do you remember the it couple tr- months on TikTok where like everybody had dissociative like yes. identity disorder? And they would like all pretend to be like the host and have these different systems and everything like yes. that. But like they'd all be like you can tell they're all like OCs, like original <laughs> characters, and like they have like like storyline, like you know what I mean, like just like that's not how it works. But that's exactly how spiritual people look, is like people who are pretending to have dissociative. No, and I think it's 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 like more concerning than people are like. I would rather a Bible thumping, fucking bigoted asshole. Because I at least know where the thought is lie- laying in. Yeah, and I but know that spirit- it's been drilled. Yes. And I know that there's a book where I could read to understand why the fuck you think you think the way you do. Yeah. But spirituality is so up for interpretation. There's no book. People just kind of do yeah. it as they will. They take and it willy-nilly. And they mix a lot of stuff. They like mix, mix Wiccan. They'll mix like sage burning with crystal work, with chakras, with all this stuff. None of that shit is... Equals. is together and then they'll do tarot too and it's like what are you and then Wait. they'll have an altar for a deity okay I'm and then the buddha on I'm their fireplace trying, i'm not trying to disrespect anybody's like beliefs what i'm really trying to say here is stick to one thing if you believe in wicca believe in wicca but stop bringing in like chakras and all this other shit that shit like what the fuck like well, since when do we get to pick and choose like i don't, I, I don't understand i'm like and i it's kind of and it kind of gives like encroaching on closed practices a little bit the thing that i like if you're really not islamic or whatever like whatever religion you decide to be or buddhist like why do you have a buddha why are you dealing with chakras my thing is like i think but then you look at islamic people and you're like i don't believe in that i think that with certain people you can take inspiration from several religions and kind of take those like life lessons you learn in each religion to your own like with buddha you learn things like 
karma, like certain things like that. Right. And then with like Islam, it's very family based. Everything's very family based. If you introduce people to your religion, then you are like better in the eyes right. of God. And then I think with like Christianity, the whole love their neighbor. Like if you were to take all those good things and then like make it your own belief system, but not label yourself one thing, I think that's really cool. I think that that's what spirituality sh- like should look like. It's like trying it's to like do, trying to take in all but the good. now it's just a mishmash of a bunch of different shit. And the thing about it that's bad is like the whole idea of being like spiritual is to kind of deflect away from the whole like bigoted. I'm better than you because I'm this religion. Yeah. Except it has turned directly almost the worst bigoted one. Yeah. Because now if you're not spiritual, because now if you're fucking third, you're not eyes awake. Not, if you're your not third a- eye's not open, you're fucking stupid, bro. If your third eye's not open, you might as well be. <laughs> Helen Keller. (laughs) (laughs) Wish Helen Keller had a third eye, don't you? No, but I just think that, I think that it's funny because the whole premise of these people is to be like, I'm so above the norm and and, and like the regular thought process and all these environmental standards and And beauty standards. And and it's it's like, you are literally just contributing it worse because you think you're better than everyone. Right. You have this thought of grandiose, which is a sign of psychosis. Go to the doctor. Yeah, literally, though. And I, and I don't like, want to hurt anyone or bash anyone's feelings, but th- I'm just being honest. And trust me, I got my own crystal collection. I think that... Cr- I like a little quartz. I, I think crystals have energy because they come to, from the earth. That makes sense. I agree. I think that smoke cleanses air. I, I you know, I, okay, I get it. I get it. But, but don't think you're better you have, than don't other people. Don't think you're better people. than people. Make sure you're really looking into what you're practicing because why are you mixing up so much shit? Like, no, because some of y'all be fucking with the devil for real. And like... <laughs> like or like... Or bad spirits, whatever you want to call it. But some of y'all be fucking with the devil for real. Like, <laughs> it's demons in your house. That's not I, yeah. I, that's not Aphrodite, baby. That's that's a demon. He'd be like, I got Medusa in my house. I'm like, bitch, that's They're always a like, yeah, I've been talking to Aphrodite and Hades and all these deities and stuff like that. Are you even Greek? What are you talking about? You're why talking would they to choose? who? And like, I'm not sorry, you're talking to who? And I'm not even trying to be mean, but why the fuck do they want to talk to you? The who signs are, of grandiose thinking. You think they're the most you? important person but ever. But then they go on and make these YouTube channels and these TikToks and they're like, yes, Aphrodite talked to me. And everybody's like, oh my God, I wish Aphrodite would talk to me. Aphrodite's not talking to anybody. Aphrodite doesn't exist. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. And even if she does, she's not fucking choosing you. <laughs> no, it's these idea. What do they call it? Idea of grandiose. Yeah. Like the thought of person. Yes. You it's think like, this you're is better than cults everyone. Form. I was just going to say. This is a fucking cult. Call it what it is. That is how cults form. If somebody just, like you said, goes through all the religions, they're like, picks all the little shit that they want, and then they're like, you guys should believe in this. They're like, um, and then drink the Kool-Aid. Drink the (laughs) Kool-Aid. No, but I think it's odd. I think it's a little odd because I think that you can pick and choose because I'm not. I I was born Catholic, right? Baptized Catholic, raised Christian. Had a moment where I could have definitely gone into a cult because I was so Christian. Then I started to pick apart what I, which I was never like right leaning. Hold hold you to that, okay? <laughs> I was always left leaning Christian, baby. Mm. But I was I was a little bit Christian at the end of high school because I needed something to believe in. And then once I realized that like I am the person I need to really invest my time in and my thoughts in and my prayers mm-hmm. in. I kind of took myself away and took things I liked about that religion, like thoughts and values. And then also being surrounded by people like my friend Aldiana, who is Muslim. She like just like certain things from the Islam culture. Like it just is very 
welcoming family oriented stuff mm-hmm. like that friends who are buddhist learning about karma you can learn those things and take them into your own like own values and your own moral system mm-hmm. but to like be like this is the only way you should think this is the only way you should do things it's like that is literally essentially what you right. hate and why you pulled away from whatever religion and you I were think, raised i think it's good like people will do shadow work and all that stuff i think all of that is good and i think the the like like you said the premise like the idea is a good idea it's there it's there but it's just how it's gone about like with the top it starts then it starts to get into the toxic positivity mm-hmm. then it starts to get into the well my life values are better than yours mm-hmm. then it comes into the now i'm mixing up a bunch of different shit like what the fuck are you talking about why you got dog poop mixed with sage well, and a and bunch of human teeth <laughs> that's the thing too like i see it also causing a lot of white women specifically to encroach on closed practices like this this modern like western spirituality that's going on is like fully like not safe safe or good or you know you're not like if you i don't know if you want to believe in chakras just fucking convert to islam i guess like (laughs) i don't understand y'all are scared of commitment i guess i think that that's a part of it too they're maybe too fearful to actually like learn a full religion or like mm-hmm. uh, belief system in its entirety and so instead they pick what rings their little brain and tickles their little brain and they're yeah. like i want this piece of this and this piece of this which i think is like <laughs> the colonizer coming out it's like i can just pick and choose whatever i want and make it mine right no babe well i mean yeah i feel like i feel like it, the the thin line to cross is when you start telling other people that that's what they should believe and yeah that that's how they should live their life or whatever that's the thin line it's also the thin line is also crossed when you say dumb shit like oh find a positive in this situation that there's no positive in. Like, I feel positive. similarly to I, I I go back and forth about the whole divine femininity mm-hmm. I, idea because my idea of femininity this is a tough one because I verge a very thin line when I talk about this. I don't think being a woman is woman specific whatsoever. No, I, I don't think you're you have to be born to live in a divine femininity. I don't think you no, do. No, I don't think so either. But and I but I think we neglect to acknowledge the energy that does come from a woman mm-hmm. because I think that now there's like this whole discourse of like um you know other f- cultures believe in like a third gender. I both believe that women give off an energy, right? Like a very feminine mm-hmm. energy and believe that some don't. And like I think that it just is like the whole idea of a third gender makes sense to me for some reason yeah. in a way that I don't see a lot of people understand it similarly. Like I yeah. see it like some women are a little bit more masculine and there's an energy about it. It's not like societal norms mm-hmm. I'm, I'm referring to. It's not how someone dresses or how they look or how they are mm-hmm. perceived. I like, you can feel it. You can mm-hmm. like feel when someone is very feminine mm-hmm. and when someone is very masculine and then you yeah. can feel the in between too. Mm-hmm. And so I have this hard discourse with like the divine femininity because it's like, that is so subjective. Yeah, I feel How like... How do you live in your divine femininity like when what it's is so it? subjective? Right. Because each woman, their divine femininity is different. It looks it's different like the for same, everyone. It's like the same where some women want to be stay-at-home moms, where other people never want to have kids and they just want to live in their career. Or they do want to have kids and don't want to be stay-at-home moms. And whatever the case yeah. may be, like there's so many different things you can do. But to sit there and push, like I'm a stay-at-home mom, for me to sit there and push and be like, every woman should be a stay-at-home mom. That would be insane. That's what that's, I mean. Because that's my divine feminine. I'm living a soft life. You should live your soft life like me. And it's like, yeah, I do live a semi 
semi soft life, semi hard life. <laughs> you know but I, mean? I think that there's like this idea of like this divine femininity is meant to be like, oh, I'm I'm living in my femininity now. It's like okay, so like you're soft and submissive now is what you're trying to say. But I feel like femininity is. But more you can than that. be both. Femininity it's is so also much. but femininity is also strength. It's, it's also bravery. It's also it's so much, and I feel like every single person has feminine and masculine in them. It's just is literally a spectrum. But I think my femininity is I literally feel 50-50 by my masculinity. Like I feel yeah. like my femininity is brought stronger by the masculinity that I have. Mm-hmm. So it's like it is like literally this this play. Well, I think you have to have both. And I think that like women have like they can have like you can have you can be a soft submissive woman. I've never met only that though. Yeah. And so and I think when you're saying like oh I'm living in my femininity now, it's like you are cutting yourself so short because like yeah. There are certain things about yourself that don't relate to that soft, submissive, like, yeah, natural. Yeah, sometimes I'm angry, bitch, I want to let it out. Like, like and women you know can I mean? be, we can be vile, we can be, we can be vain, we can be arrogant, we can yeah. be vengeful. And I think all of those things are literally beautiful. Like, I think yeah. that the fact that we can be all these things. Like, the female rage is one of the, is a beautiful thing. I think part of femininity is being, having all these things. And being cut down to be only these two things to society. And I think that's yeah. what enhances femininity. And it's even also more. not important to me, literally at all, to ever be perceived as feminine. No, and like, I, that's another and thing. And I think that that's another, like, that's a thing that, like, I feel like a lot of, like, the nice guys and stuff, like, they think that every girl or whatever, every, every woman will say, wants to be, like, perceived that way. And, like, honestly, no. but I don't again, care. The thing is, like, if I'm not perceived as feminine because the standard for femininity is skinny and dressing very like maybe floral, maybe Mm -hmm. something like a a cut dress, like Mm -hmm. that is society's femininity. But I feel like when I meet a woman, even if she's dressed in like the most stud of ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's a stud. For example, she's a stud and she dresses like, what society would consider very masculine yeah. she still has a feminine energy about her that is like very strong and you can feel like that nurturing feeling where like that's where i feel like is like the key of being a woman is like a nurturing even if you can't have kids women are just like mm-hmm. empathetic kind oh yeah 100 percent. that's that's part angry of the reason vengeful I'm so, all the things that's part of the reason i'm so hard on like the trans women are women thing me too. Because being a woman is so much more than being a vagina. It's so much more than wearing a dress. And it's, it's more so than wearing more than a dress. That. It's more than wearing makeup. And people always say like, oh, well, trans women haven't experienced having a period. That's what you're going to fucking like. That's that's your point of reference. I wish. Thank God she hasn't. Well, and, and then it's also like I'm a woman. <laughs> the least I'm a woman because me. I have my period. My period is the least important I'm a thing woman, about me. I'm a woman because I'm loving. I'm kind. Like. I'm a woman because I'm passionate, I'm passionate. and I'm creative and I'm yes. smart and I can be vengeful and I can be mean and I can be yeah. arrogant and then I can come back down and I can be sweet and I can be loving and I can and be strong and I can be brave and I can be and I can, I can hate be the backbone and not kill them. Yeah. And I can be the backbone. I can be anything anybody needs me to be. And that I feel is like the thing like that's with women. the beauty. And I, I feel like men are just women hold the capacity to forgive that men cannot so this is why i've always felt trans women are so valid you can feel that same energy of forgiveness in trans women that you don't feel in a straight size cis man size Mm -mm. (laughs) in a straight cis man you see like men literally walk up into schools and they kill people 
They yeah. walk up into grocery stores and kill people. And I because actually they're so would... angry they can't forgive themselves or others that they have to literally kill people. Women can be so angry and hate everyone yeah. and take it out on themselves. And I think it's funny, too, because, like, like trans men. I feel like we don't talk about trans men a lot. Shout out, shout out my bros. Shout out trans men. Shout out my bros. <laughs> um, but I feel like a lot of the time they don't really get enough credit for... Walking into a space that they've learned to demise, like, yes, literally, like, I can't, like, I feel like it would take so long to shake off, like, even, like, you know, imagine going fear of men. Yes. Imagine going female to male. Right. You used to walk alone at night as a female, scared shitless out of your mind the whole fucking time. And now you have that. Then you transition. Now you're like male privilege. I think that's the most beautiful type of man, though. Like, because now you look out for the girlies. Yeah. But I feel like there, I feel like trans men, their strength is that. Also, like, I, they have a Applauded. lot of strength, too, that I feel like just doesn't get talked about enough. But I know we talk a lot about our trans sisters. Being so a I trans just wanted man. to give them a shout out. Can you imagine being a trans man fully passing? You're using the male bathroom. How scary that must be. Oh, yeah. The because that people because you know that cis men, as soon as they find out what's in your pants. They want to fucking kill you, basically. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. So, so I think that's so scary. I think it's brave. Because, like, you do as a woman, unfortunately, grow up pretty fearful of men regardless of anything oh, yeah, if I'm you have terrified. a penis i'm scared of you a little bit yeah and then i think to go from that fear to having to literally assimilate into being that gender mm-hmm. i think it takes a lot of bravery because there's no way you snap out of it that quick oh you yeah, don't no. and i think that it's cool and because i feel like now that's you got literally the in mind the exact opposite of a trans woman's experience i would yes. assume yeah well i think because like, i think trans women have to break away from like the privilege they've received as a man I think that sometimes, even if you have never felt like a man, Mm -hmm. if you have been male passing, right, or you look like a man, I think to break away from the privilege you received of that has Mm -hmm. to be hard. And I think everyone that is, you know, a man turning into a woman, I think that they have the capacity to do that, to break away from (coughs) it. (coughs) And especially once you start to live life. (coughs) Hold on. I think once you start to live life as a woman and it's a shocking reality, especially as a trans woman where people literally are crucifying you at any moment they get, Mm -hmm. it's a shocking probably moment to realize, whoa, like being a woman is hard and being a trans woman is even harder. Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel like people don't want to give that enough credit too. like, I feel like um, people are always, oh, well. Trans women can't be women because they don't know how hard it is being a woman. <laughs> well, they know how fucking hard it is to be a trans woman, and that's way fucking harder. So it literally. How is. about we just give them their respect and move on with life? It's hard in its own right. It's hard in its own different. And she's way. cunt. So and she's giving cunt, and her tits are perfect. And she's camp. I've never seen cunt. a trans woman with not perfect tits. <laughs> Boots, bitch. And they always want to dress, bitch. Got to, and they can fight. So per. Yeah, like literally. Per. I wanted to talk about. So the other day I went to the mall. I went um. Uh, prom dress shopping with my little sister or whatever but I was telling both of my younger siblings about how that morning I literally wore a pink crew neck like some jeans and like some pink and white like blazers or whatever but in my mind that day I wanted to give masculine like I wanted mm-hmm. to give the mask all the way so like literally the whole day I felt like weird because I wasn't presenting how I wanted to present like I was very very girly and that's not how I wanted to look and I was explaining this to my younger sibling, who's also um, non-binary, and well, also like I am. I don't know what I am, <laughs> but um, they were like, "Oh yeah, that's like gender dysphoria," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh," and they were like, "Yeah, cis people don't feel that way." <laughs> I was like, 
oh <laughs> like oh i don't but know like, i think that they i think that that we do i think that we're told by society not to and i think it's so much more normal to feel that way yeah that people who do feel that way don't talk about it i mm-hmm. don't think it's something that's talked about because well, i that's why i wanted to talk been, about it yeah i've always been super femme like i've always been super yeah. femme past like presenting and mm-hmm. feminine by societal norms and dated men and just like yeah. that's who i am but there was a a time after high school where I realized no one can judge me now. This is how I want to look. And I started dressing very masculine, cut all my hair off, dyed it, just like felt like I needed to figure out mm-hmm. what was going on. And then I almost pushed too far to the other side. And I was like, I, I want to do both. Like what, like mm-hmm. what's so wrong with that? So now it's like, it really depends on my mood, the day, yeah. how I want to look. I don't make drastic changes that I'll regret because I don't want to be like cut all my hair off and then be like, Oh fuck! Today I want to be feminine. Now I don't have hair or like whatever it is. Right. But I I I find ways to like play on both sides of it, and I think that's so much more normal than people give it credit because it's like we're fucking humans. We're not our gender. Well, I also wanted to point out too that it's really, 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 really hard to dive into like that max masculine side, especially being like a plus size girl. Yeah. Like, cause my things t- don't fall on you the same. My titties, my stomach, like my hips, my my butt, like. I just can't like it's so hard to like live my mask dream because yeah. like these titties are huge like it's like when you see like a stud and they got big ass titties and you're like I think it's kind of cute no I think it's cute <laughs> too but it's like you know they're like fuck they're like damn yeah they right. were binders and they got like two well t- since I was little this is funny actually I thought since about getting I was one. little um when I first started getting boobs I would get these camis that had like a compression tank and I would stick it on my nipple so that it would slice them down like push them all the way down and then after they got too big to do that I would buy the tightest compression sports bras you can buy on the market literally like essentially a binder Mm -hmm. because I was just didn't want boobs like at all that was Mm -hmm. like not what I wanted I didn't want to be perceived as someone who had boobs boobs. I had boobs at 10 it's so weird I've worn sports bras ever since I only wear real bras when I wear shirts that are this tight and I've embraced my boobs now I think I feel more attached to them like I want them now kind Mm -hmm. of but there are days where I don't there's days where I'm like I just like literally no joke would feel better without boobs Mm -hmm. and I think that I've embraced them but I do think sometimes still like if I didn't have them I'd probably be a little bit happier yeah which I I think could be gender dysphoria especially because I I've had boobs since I was 10 like literally had like full size. Everyone wants boobs, and I've never understood it since I was little. Like I never. I was embarrassed in fifth grade to have fucking giant giant titties. boobs, giant titties in fifth grade. And I don't know why I was so embarrassed because there's people who was literally like, I can't wait to get boobs. And when they did, they would wear like push ups. I was always wearing a sports bra, and it's something like everyone knows about me is Emily doesn't wear bras. It's like a very well known. Well, it's funny thing because my now friends. like I actually do always wear a bra, at least a sports bra. Like I'm wearing a sports bra right now. On the podcast because I just don't want to look because I'm sitting like this. I I'm just like, don't want to look. My <laughs> my titties would be on my knees, <laughs> but like on my normal day to day, like this is literally once a week I wear a bra. But my normal day to day, you're not catching. I only dead want in a wear one to bra. film. I don't wear a bra. If I do wear a bra, it's a sports bra. When I wear a sports bra, I feel the most comfortable. Like that's uh, when I feel like myself. Because right now, if I was wearing like a bra, bra, my titties would be like. I think it's weird. Like, I think that, like, the gender dysphoria thing, I'm so glad it has a name because yeah. I think that everyone's always like, I've seen so many things, like, things don't need labels. And then I've seen, like, English language is so plain and basic. Like, we don't have names for certain things that our languages do. Okay, well, we're trying to have names for them. Like, we're yeah. trying to create names that everyone's telling us there's no more words that need to be created. Words need to be there so you can associate how you're mm-hmm. feeling with a word. Because that's... Well, it's crazy. People kill themselves over not having something to explain. Well, like, right. And, like, when I was younger... I keep pulling my bangs to the wrong side. But when I was younger, I... Uh, 
and my sister had this portrait or portrait what the hell this poster in her room and it was this rolling stones magazine and there was a guy in the front and he had shaved hair and he had pink cheetah print like it was platinum hair with like pink cheetah print on it by the way if anybody knows what i'm talking about i think there was like four guys on the cover if you can find this fucking picture please let me know because i cannot find it anywhere on the internet thank you (laughs) but um i used to stare at that picture and be like i want to look just like him like when i was little i used to be like i want to look just like him it's yeah like with like with the wife beater, no titties, wife beater, like studded um, belt, jeans. Like I just wanted to be like, I've a cool little vato or something. Like women with like dark features and lots of tattoos, and like been like, wow, like I can't wait to be old enough to look like that. So as soon as I got older, like I always looked very soft and innocent, like a cherub, literally long blonde hair, very pale. Like, I just, I just looked like a little innocent. Yeah, like fat cheeks. Mm -hmm. Everyone always looked at me kind of like innocent and dumb. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like people always kind of misconstrued who I was as a person because I could be young and naive and dumb, but I was also conniving and manipulative at times. Like, I'm, Mm -hmm. again, a woman. I have a million different things about Mm -hmm. me. So it was, I always felt like people looked at me with my exterior, like, she's so stupid and dumb and like a little cherub. So as soon as I turned 18, it was like, Tattoos up my arms, down my body, everywhere. I want dark hair, dark features, everything, lash extensions, everything. And I lived in that for a while, like feeling very comfortable in the way that I looked because it felt like my interior. Like it Mm -hmm. felt like this feels so right. People aren't misjudging me. They're not so likely to come up to me and be like, oh, hey. And I just hated that. I hated Mm -hmm. how people treated me so like, Mm -hmm. like I'm so innocent. Like I like I'm just so dumb and innocent. No, I, I actually want to fight all the time and I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I'm not angry anymore, though. So I've <laughs> kind of but I still feel that same way where I don't want to be misjudged as I'm like innocent. You can come up to me and say mm-hmm. whatever you want and be creepy with me. Right. But I have healed in a way where I feel like more in touch with my soft side. So I have this good balance now of like my soft side and that more mm-hmm. rough for edges. And I think that's how I like to explain it more than male and feminine energy, because I feel like. I don't want to put labels on what it is to be a man yeah. or a female, but I do feel like a softer and a harder version of myself that I like to play kind of ping pong with. Yeah, I definitely want to look harder. That's why I went for my little rough roll haircut. And it feels t- nice. Sometimes it feels good. In my life. You listen to like some music with some bass like, in it. Because I very much emo <laughs> at heart. And I feel like I never, I feel like the other problem is like growing up for me, like I was never allowed to like wear makeup. I wasn't allowed to paint my nails black. Same. I wasn't allowed to do any of that. But that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to wear thick eyeliner and have big crazy hair and wear black nails and like just do like just be dark and like wear chains on my jeans. Like all this shit I wanted to do. I wanted to wear DCs like bro like what? But I just wasn't allowed to. And I feel like now that I'm an adult that has translated into me having like zero sense of self. Like, I have no idea what my... I don't have a style. Like, I have no yeah. idea what my style is. Every time I come on this podcast, I'm wearing something completely but fucking But I think that's different. fun to play with. Like I think it is fun, but it's also frustrating to go into a store and, like, just wanting to go shopping for clothes. And you and don't you even know, know you who, like. You don't even know who you are enough to even know what you like. Or what you like next week. <laughs> every time I used to go shopping, like, my dad would have... Sometimes I get a little nervous talking about my dad because I don't know if he watches <laughs> these, but... He would just have, like, whatever little girlfriend that he had at the time take me school shopping or whatever. And they would always pick out the stuff that they thought was cute or whatever. I and hated because, that. And beca- but because I didn't know what, who I was even, like, I just, like, rolled with the punches. So now it's like, 
I can pick for myself. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like I can pick for myself. I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't even know what pieces that I want to wear. Like, I don't even know what my style is because I was never, ever allowed to explore it when I was little. So I feel like now that's really part of the reason that I can't like. I just like I never know what my fucking like wh- who am I like I literally don't know who I am sometimes I fell into like uh like when I was younger I fell into fast fashion um kind of like not really fast fashion because we couldn't really afford it but what everyone else was wearing mm-hmm. I wanted name brands that people liked Hollister Arrow that was our time <laughs> mm-hmm. that shows our age a little bit but <laughs> just whatever other people were wearing I wanted to fit in so badly that mm-hmm. I would wear what other everyone else was wearing and it never really like felt right like it felt either too feminine or too boring and I wanted to layer and I wanted to play with jewelry and I wanted to play with like different textures and that's like what I really love to do my sister was really passionate about fashion and I felt like similar to her in that way so 11th grade came around and it was the first time I ever felt comfortable enough to play with textures and sizes and different mm-hmm. things. And that's when I learned skinny pants, big shirt and like the big headband thing. You remember this era? You were mm-hmm. my best friend during the time. Like mm-hmm. I would wear like bracelets on my hands as like rings that would go up to my wrist and like hats that matched. the. Br- I just was always fucking with my style. And I think mm-hmm. that that's what taught me. I do like to play on both sides too, like but i also feel like too like that's the main difference of you being raised by your mom and be, me yeah. being raised by my dad it's such a difference because like if i came out of like my room like looking like weird my dad would have been like take that off yeah. go change like you look fucking weird like you yeah. know what i mean like he would have never which i'm glad that now that my little sibling like my little siblings are older they live with their mom but like they're able to express themselves yeah. which i think is so cool and they dress so cool and they just look <laughs> so fucking cool and i was like i just wanted to be like that when i was your age and nobody let me like yeah and i can't wait for you know nova to grow up and for me to just be like oh you want to dye your hair blue anything okay you want. Any fu- with like figuring out my style of like what i want to look like in the body that i'm in currently because i've always been the type that like looks forward to when I've lost weight. Oh, I can wear this. So this will be my style when I've lost weight. Yes. But my biggest thing lately has been like accepting this body and being like, you can dress literally how you want in this body. Just find the cuts that make you feel good. Not that you're supposed to wear it because it's how you're, you right. weigh. Right, I know. The I hate that idea. supposed to fit your body. You're not supposed to fit the clothes. No. The I like want to wear what I want to wear and maybe that doesn't look good to some people, but to me it does. But I'm going to wear the cuts that make me feel good, not the ones that are meant for my body. Mm-hmm. So for me, I like a square neck top and I like, because that my shoulders are broad, I feel like that brings my shoulders in. There's certain things I've learned to play with that I like. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to learn, like, I like to look beat face, tattoos everywhere, but like an elegant outfit. Like, I like mm-hmm. to look a little less, like, I used to love fast fashion, like, how it looked. I just mm-hmm. loved, like, a graphic tee and, like, a sneaker and, like, a... I don't know, but lately I've been like really loving like a sleek pair of pants and like a sleek shirt and like a blazer. I don't know why it just feels very timeless. And I feel like with the fact that mm-hmm. I have like a little bit more of an edgy look at times, I feel like a timeless outfit has been making me feel more confident. Right. And it's been really nice to come into this like outfit because deci- there's like for me, it feels very like quick. Now I know what I can get. Mm-hmm. And it's been really interesting to like put on clothes and be like, this is it I already know how it looks don't need to look in the mirror I like mm-hmm. it now I already know I like it and I think when you work with basics it can almost like make that feel better because it's not like I have to put this thing together it's like mm-hmm. pick this pick this and pick this and I know it matches and I'm good to go I'm out the door yeah. don't even have to look but if I like how I used to dress graphic tees or this pair of pants or skinny jeans or not skinny jeans it was like hard because I was like does this match can I look do I look good now I'm just like this this and this fuck this I'm out and yeah. I think that's helped to give myself less options has helped a lot with me accepting mm-hmm. my body for what it is because 
it's given me less options less options to stare in the mirror for so much time that i end mm. up hating myself yeah all i own right now is like hoodies and sweatpants so like it's really hard for me to like they all pull out a pair of jeans that i wore last year but they don't fit now so yeah. it's like fuck now i gotta figure something else out and it's just like i don't know just clothes are like the fucking bane of my existence my, my like, body now it's like one of those things where i'm just like I've accepted it for what it is. I'm okay with the way that it fluctuates. And that's kind of something I've been dealing with this week is I got on Wellbutrin, which they've said like is a lifestyle thing. It helps with depression. It helps with like anxiety. I get, no, I think they said that anxiety actually gets worse, but I'm on anxiety medication and the Wellbutrin is supposed to help you quit smoking and lose weight and like have more energy with because of depression and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so I've been working out and I've been eating right. And it's like for the first time in my life, it's not with the goal of losing weight. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I'm happy with myself because now it's with the goal of just being healthy and being alive. Mm -hmm. And I think when I realized that I was like, whoa, maybe I'm healed from the way that I grew up of always comparing my weight. And I realized like the literal only reason I feel healed from that, from from hating my body as like a mid-sized person is I just literally told myself, when I wanted to say something negative, I would either step my feet out of the mirror and stop looking at myself so that I have nothing left to say, mm-hmm. not open my camera and take pictures of myself and be all fucking mm-hmm. angry, b- angry about it. But I would tell myself that I was comfortable with my body and I would stop talking negatively about other people's body. Mm-hmm. When I stopped talking negatively about other people's bodies, mm-hmm. sorry, which, I sorry, it, I mean, that's like, as a woman, when you're told to compare yourself to people, you're gonna oh, then everybody's done it you're then everybody's gonna compare other done people's it. yeah you're gonna then i don't like, do it anymore though i, I, I haven't i used to be quick to call a bitch big since i was even though i was big but that was just yeah, projection. since i was in like the end of 12th grade i want to say maybe even a little bit before i told myself to stop making fun of or not even making fun of but comparing or speaking negatively about how someone looks physically and mm-hmm. i think that that helped me so much don't get me wrong i'll still call a bitch ugly if she wants to get funny with me that's just oh, what's yeah, gonna happen 100%. but i'm not gonna call a bitch fat i'm not gonna call a bitch too skinny go eat a burger i will not make fun of someone's body ever because i'm projecting if i'm doing that mm-hmm. the only reason that i'm looking at your body and seeing something negative is because i've looked in the mirror and seen something negative too if you don't see something negative about yourself how would you see something negative about someone i just think that it's a mm-hmm. huge projection and when i stop talking about people's body negatively or even if i got the urge to like if i was like <laughs> reflex about to say their outfits ugly reflex about to say something negative i would say something positive instead and that helped me so much with looking at people in a different way like mm-hmm. everyone's done it especially when you're around people who do it all the time i've since been mm-hmm. away from those people but i had friends that were like just mean sometimes just make fun of people mm-hmm. especially the friends i cut off last year which is always haters like hater ass bitches always mm-hmm. talking negatively about people and it rubs off and i remember i would be like Y'all are calling her ugly, but I think she's fucking hot. Like, stop fucking saying that. And it would bother me, but I would never speak up for some reason. When I told myself, like, literally say something positive when people do that. I I don't know what it was. It's just a complete brain shift. Like, maybe I don't find her the most attractive, but because I thought that, I'm going to tell her her nose looks nice. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell her she has a nice nose. I'm Mm going to tell her I like her skirt. And that will shift how you look at people and then how you look at yourself. Because it's a projection. Yeah, 100%. I mean... For me personally, like, I've been long, far removed from making fun of people's bodies. Like, Like, I was having a conversation with Jazz about how, like, I wanted to start, like, kind of eating better and working out or whatever because, like, I miss being skinny. Like, that's that's what I said. Yeah. Truthfully, that's 100% honest. That's what I said. I miss being skinny. And... He was like, well, don't say that. Like, I don't I don't think you're big or whatever. I think he has boyfriend glasses because it's OK that I'm it's OK that I'm big. Like, I'm, I'm big. Like, it's fine. But like 
for him to no you're not you're actually skinny mini mariah carey like <laughs> why i can't even see you like where's tegan <laughs> but he was like well why don't you just say like you want to be healthy and i'm like i will say that for you hopefully it'll help me but i think it will help you but I it's think also that if you just tell like, yourself that enough that you do believe it yeah i think it is but it's also like hard like and if you do, I don't the, have the, I don't be having the fucking time. Like it's just so hard, and it's hard when it's when you want to make a change and it's out of your control. The thing about it is that like the being the being healthy for the for the sake of being healthy and not for the sake of being. Skinny. Which is what I want to. Of course, I want to live a hundred years so I can be with Nova every second. But I think that but the reason that that is like uh, it's an easy shift in your brain to make is because it's so much simpler to say mm. it's for health because it's so much simpler to make those minute changes where losing weight takes a lot more effort. Mm-hmm. The the little cherry on top to having healthy changes is like there's like going to be weight loss. There mm-hmm. just has to be. I mean, like yeah. when you're in but a slight like, calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. Right. I think when you don't uphold yourself to the standard of this many per week or this many per month, I need mm-hmm. to lose weight. On your, then you end up losing less weight because you psych yourself out right. and quit. But then it's also hard, and I feel like some people are going to understand this too, is like – now that I have a kid too, and we have one car, and Jazz works, I can't go to the gym. Like, I'm not working out for an hour. Nova's not gonna let me do that. Yeah, I'm not making a five star healthy meal. Nova's not gonna let that happen. But you're eating peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> and you better be happy if you get that. Like type shit. Like you're warming up pizza. Like you're not eating a salad, bitch. You don't have time to cut up vegetables. Like you're on go 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 go. I think go. it's the hard years so, you're in. The hard so, years of having right. A kid. So, but it's. I think that's what's so frustrating and so hard for me right now is that I'm I'm motivated to make all these changes and control. I have no means. Yeah. No means to do it. So like I think that's really where I've been struggling lately. I think that I even would be better about loving my body if I knew like I would be less mad if I just knew I was just letting myself be fat. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I was just like, just want to be 600 pounds and fuck you and suck my dick. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, I don't feel that way. Like, I want to be healthy. I do want to be skinnier. That's just real. But it's just completely out of my control right now. I also want to mention. And that's what's so infuriating about it. I want to mention also, because I keep talking about I'm doing it for health and not for weight and blah, 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 blah. You can be healthy and be the weight I am. You can be healthy and be the weight that oh, we are. Yeah. You like, can be healthy I'm, and be I'm bigger than we are. Healthy. Like, if yeah. I go to the doctor, they're going to tell me everything checks out and I'm good. Like, I want to for sure mention I have high cholesterol. And the reason I'm doing this isn't because I think skinny equals healthy. It's no, because no, no, I no. think that <laughs> I have high cholesterol and I need to get that under wraps. And when you figure out your cholesterol, mm-hmm. you just do end up losing a little bit of weight. Yeah. And I'm not the weight that I am naturally right now. I gained a lot of weight from birth control and I, I can feel it. I'm an athlete at heart. I've always ran track. I feel like that's what kind of brings me back down is being able to go on a run. Mm-hmm. And I went on a run and it wasn't, it didn't make me feel good about myself because it was terrible. Mm-hmm. So to lose that little outlet of myself makes me feel mentally less healthy. Mm-hmm. To me, that is the clear indication of health is mental health. So mm-hmm. I just, yeah, it has nothing to do with me being a little bigger. Baby, you can look like this and be fine. Oh, well, yeah. Like, honestly, like for me, I'm not like, oh, I'm ugly now. I'm so ugly and no. fat and disgusting. And I think I I'm don't, hot a little bit bigger I, too. I, I don't feel that way. Like I really don't. It's just that sometimes when you get past a certain like weight, like especially for your body, like, uh, I don't know. It, it just, just hurts to move. Like it it's can just hurt. Like, well, it, and it's just like, dude, I'm so fucking tired all the time. Mm-hmm. And like just all this shit, like it's just so much that I want to change. And I just kind of can't. So I, I won't lie, though. I, when I'm thick like this weight, I feel the sexiest I've ever felt in my life in this body. Weirdly enough, with clothes on, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I'm butt-ass naked, I don't feel like I can just freely, like, 
But I feel the most liberated and sexually liberated in the body that I'm in because Mm -hmm. I just know... I don't know. I look busty. I look like yeah. I like looking my curvy face looks and voluptuous, and I look good. I think when I'm skinny, I'm cute and I'm dainty. But I do feel sexy and and womanly in the body that I'm in. Mm. So there's so many pros and cons to being anything, really. I Anyways, know. yes, I want you guys to all be very comfortable in your femininity and in your body and in your womanhood and in your malehood and I was in your say, and in your malehood and your manlyhood and just in your humanhood. I think everyone should feel sexy and amazing and smart and kind and humble and all the good things because I think everyone has the capacity to be everything and vain and arrogant and mean. And I think that those things have to be you have to be to be able to reap the rewards of being the good things. Mm -hmm. So I think that we're all human. We're all beautiful. So, yeah, we love you. Yeah, this is it. And even if you're fat, that's okay. Even if you're fat, we love you, too. Even if you're fat, (laughs) it's okay. Seriously. (laughs) So, yeah, we love you. Follow us everywhere. The Not So Peachy Podcast. Tegan Rossi on everything. Imaza on everything. I love you so much. Um, Make a bite, are they checking out our carpool karaoke? It should be up, but if it's not. Okay, well, if there, we might have a carpool karaoke up for you guys. I hope we do. Um, <laughs> we do. Uh, we have one filmed. We it have it filmed. Edited. It's just It'll probably be up by then. So go check right. out our carpool karaoke. To hopefully make up for missing last week's. Ep- well, we didn't really miss it, but, you know. From, the, um, lack from the lack of last week's episode. But we love you so we much. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day.